Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We are airing live in the Netherlands. I am Dr. Estella, and today we have a very special show. We're going to introduce, and I'm going to be interviewing Dr. J. J. Hey, J. (laughs) Now, um, what I wanted to do is talk a little bit about her new book because it is excellent. And I want to get the noise out there around it and let you ask questions. And many of our, 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 our fans and some of our uh, listening, the listening audience has been asking about what is this book about? And so we're going to ask, and then how do you even write a book? You know, some people want to know this and get the information out. So I, I thought it would be really nice to uh, give us give our fans an opportunity to hear it directly from her. So before we begin, I'll just do a kind of a check-in. Jay, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm doing really good, actually. Um, although it's kind of chilly, but I'm digging the cold weather. So I guess um, the difference in cha- the air quality is so good. Um, I'm at peace with self. So I'm doing really good. How about you? Good. I am doing really good too. I mean, I had a really good day. Um, I uh, am legal now. <laughs> legal in the Netherlands. Now I got my residency card. So it's kind of nice to, to be legal and, and have that behind me. So now I can kind of move forward. So it's, it was a good day. Good. So the book yes. Jay wrote uh, and, and Dr. Jay, mm-hmm. uh, is called Unspoken, uh, the uh, Unspoken Ones, the Missing Link. Correct. And right now, Jay, it is available in Kindle and Harp and. It's actually back. available um, in some Barnes and Noble stores as well, but it's available on Amazon. Um, and you can get it on Kindle, or you can get yourself a paperback. So yes. Okay. okay. So I'm looking at. You know, I have a lot of questions to ask, but first of all, what? When did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer? That's a good question. I think from when I was little, I've always had, I've always been some someone that um, enjoyed telling stories and and true or imagining things that could get people to to get away, um, you know, take them to another place. So I think from a very young age. Okay. Okay. And one of the I know one of the things that people ask a lot about is the how how do how long does it take to write a book how i mean how what how do you do it what what are some of the things you do to to get to that get through that process well first part your question first part when you said how do you do it or how long does it take we'll start with there uh, i think that just depends on the person and time that you have i mean my um i've written things that have gone a lot faster in this book. This book is very special to me because it began at a time when I was having my second child, Isabella. And, um, 
I was in the, the bed and I'm like, I have an idea for a story. And I started just putting words on paper and my, my Grammy was around then and I had her read the first couple chapters and she's like, you're a great writer, baby. I want you to promise me no matter what you have to get this out. So I think it was kind of, that was the time when I'm like, you know what, I'm going to see what happens. And it, it felt good to tell a story of something that I actually could see happening without it actually happening. So you started the book how long ago? It was for for this particular one. It started in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, so it. it oh, it, I'm it, so sorry. No, it started in two thousand seven eight. Okay. Yeah, because and, Isabella wasn't born yet. And it, it took you how long to finish it? Did you finish it pretty quickly, or did you? Um, you know, I finished the. The premise of it about um, six months in, but then I started going back and I'm like, oh, let me add some more and start changing things and adding more detail. So, you know, I, I think that once I started, I'm like, okay, this is good, but it's not good enough to really catch. I wanted something that when I read books, because I like to read, um, I wanted something to catch the attention of the reader. I wanted something that. You know, sometimes I've read books where they take forever to get to the point, and I wanted to start a book where it's action-packed throughout. So, you know, there's, you know, you're always kind of like, okay, what's next? What's going to happen? Um, rather than, okay, hopefully they're going to get to a point within chapter three. So now something very interesting, listeners, you may not know this about Jacinta. During the time she was writing this book, you were also involved in a, a doctor program as well, right? Correct. And so how did you balance that being a mother, uh, dealing with, you know, I know you had your, your grandmother that was around that was sick. There were a lot of things going on. You had, um, you know, had a loss of a child. A lot of things were going on. How did you balance writing this book with all the things that were going around on in your life? I think that that's what probably took me longer to really complete it. And, and it also, inspired so much change within the book all the things that did happen to me um, I think I was able to get more in touch with myself and and the characters with some of the loss that I had some of the rebirth of um and the strength that you find in my heroine I think are some of the things that I was experiencing that I put into her um and in the second book you'll really see how she just blossoms because of you know things that have happened to me I kind of have picked and chosen some things to actually um, influenced her. Um, so I think that that's part of it. So this is a, a series, a trilogy, right? It is, is going to be. Yes. And how many are we expecting? Um, I would say three. Mm -hmm. um, um, and um, like like when you, I, I remember. I guess a trilogy would be three, but yeah, I mean. no, you're fine. No, you're fine. <laughs> and and you said what? Um, how I did it. I think that it writing for me. And I think that, I don't know if you share this, but I think you think said this as well. It's kind of like, um, a release. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there was a lot of things that were going on in my life. Um, loss, um, birth, uh, sickness, school, just a lot of different stressors. And the writing was kind of my getaway. So mm -hmm. it was kind of my way of being artistic. I mean, I used to draw a lot. So, um, instead of drawing, I was putting words to paper. Good, good, good. So tell us a little bit about um, the characters in the book. Uh, okay. and tell us a little bit about uh, her. You mm -hmm. know, um, she's the, 
Tiffany Dynamic, Amelia's really dynamic. Tell us a little bit about her and just give the people a little bit. Sure, without spoiling. Amelia is, um, what I wanted for Amelia, there's, there's so many times where we see, um, in this day and age, there's, there's, there's a definite thing where there are people of mixed ethnicities. And what I wanted to capture, my children are multi-ethnic, our family is as well. And I wanted to capture a character that was proud of her heritage, proud of her, um, her black, her, um, Anglo, her Asian descents, um, and some Spanish, all the things that she made her her and, and bring out that and put it into a person that was very dynamic, highlighting the beauty of all the cultures. <clears throat> um, for her in particular, she is, um, she's very strong, um, uh, She's not a skinny, you know, they, there's so many times that we see these girls that are so skinny in there. Oh my gosh, so she is very pretty. Um, but she's not one of those girls that really knows it. Um, and, and that was like with me that I chose that for, like I, I said that some of her personalities were like me, but, um, her, um, her beauty came from some of my family members that I think that don't even realize that they're beautiful. And um, it, it shows that she meets people that have to show her how not just her beauty on her outside, but all the things that make her her um, is beautiful. So tell us a little bit about the book. About It is a fantasy. Yes. Um, what would you compare it to? What? That's a great question. You know, um, uh, for this time and age, I guess people would say, I, I, I can't really compare it because there's not anything that I think is out there like it. I think that... Um, in particular, I know that it has some, you know, I am a fan of um, old movies like Practical Magic and um, Harry Potter and, um, you know, Dracula and um, Vampire Diaries. You know, I, I guess so. I wouldn't say that um, it really has anything that you can compare it to. But, you know, if you like magic, a little bit of magic, if you like a little um, mystical vampire type creatures, um, this is a good book for you. Okay, good, good. And that is what she is, right? She is. She's yeah. a, she's um she's a a creature like nobody's found before, and it and you're going to discover more about that as you read, and it really goes into detail in the second book. Not to give anything away, but exactly. I know, but I know that she's <laughs> you know has a love romance, and there's some love yes. involved in that too. Well, you, know, you can't have a um, a romance without some kind of triangle. So there's kind of a a triangle going and um within the book you may think that she's gonna go one way but you really don't know where she's gonna go and that's kind of like the sometimes you think you know that you're sure of where people are gonna go with their their love life and um they can surprise you yeah yeah so um you're, you're a writer. You, you went, uh, I know you went the, there's different routes to take, uh, in writing. You can go into being a published author or a non-published author. What, what, this book is definitely, uh, you have a publisher. Correct. So what made you decide as an author to go one way or the other? You know, that's, that's a really good question. You know, I, I have, um, family members and friends that have done both routes. Um, and for me, our first book together was with a publisher. And, um, for this next book, I actually was like, okay, I'm going to go through the process of doing another query and see 
what kind of people are interested in Aquarian Aquarius um, for people that don't know it's like a kind of like a proposal to different agents and um, different um, publishers to see if they take a bite or like the like the storyline and I actually had some really um, good feedback and a lot of people that were interested but um, I had heard some horror stories and started getting kind of paranoid mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I um, actually ended up going I, and then I was like okay well let me possibly do self-publishing so I started looking into that um, and it also would have been an interesting route to go but because we have such a good bond with our publisher and I really feel like um, her heart is in protecting our work and and making it the best it can be that's why I stuck with whom I have and interesting you say uh, protecting your work and and, and, and and the bond with the publisher mm-hmm. um, I, I've one of the things, uh, being an artist myself and being a writer, um, one of the things we love to make sure that doesn't happen is that our work is changed yes. and our creativity is stifled. So um, I assume that going with someone like this gave you an opportunity for that not to happen. Yes. Um, this, uh, what was nice is I, like I said, I sent it out and there was a couple of people that reached out to me and, and actually somebody with a, a very, um, which is very popular um, that I spoke with and they wanted to change so much of the storyline and it becomes not being the story you want. Um, and uh, that what I loved about our publisher is that our editor that works with us as well really wants to keep your storyline the way that you have originated it and just and not necessarily embellish it, but just make it that much better, but keeping it the way that you want. So I, I agree. It's like something you get this thing where it's like a, you know, what's right. And Ginger, thank you so much. And um, and and your publisher is Ginger at Document Design. Yes, I am. Yeah, good, good. So tell me, you know, writers have quirks. Mm-hmm. Any writing quirk that you have? You know, um, I have this thing where I have to listen to probably interesting music that people would think. So my like, um, for me, I I listen to probably the the weirdest music. Um, um, so I guess that's a quirk. Okay. Um, and then also, um, you know, I, I can, I like, you know, I think writers, I don't know if this is all of us, but I, well, I can't say all of us, but I'm kind of weird. So I like just my little alone time and just to sit in the corner and write with my tea. So I know that, uh, you know, we both journey through the dissertation process, which is a totally different um, for those of you out there that have ever uh, earned a doctorate or even worked, uh, wrote your thesis in your master's program. You know, uh, it takes a lot of uh, planning, dedication, time, but you also end up sometimes getting writer's block. Exactly. So how did you have that happen with this fantasy with um, unspoken ones? You know, um, I can't say that I have, and I think that's because I kind of, I don't know how I could say this, but you know, sometimes I will just get ideas that come in my head and it's like a storyline or I'll dream of something and it's a complete story. So once I have my, I don't really necessarily mind map, but it's like in my head, I already know where I'm going to go. And once I have it, it's, 
there. I think that we all get to a point where we're like, oh, maybe I should go back and revisit that after you go back. I think that's the hardest part for me, not necessarily getting the mind block, but overly editing. Yes. I think that that's more of my issue than the the writer's block, um, and I pray I don't get that, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself when I do that to, um, that perfection and, mm-hmm. and, um, actually that's probably a good advice to give people to not worry about the edit and just flow with the, go with the flow. Right. Exactly. I, I agree with you. Um, I think that, you know, cause that's why, I mean, I, when you turn it into an editor, you don't, you don't want it to be like typos and things of that sort. So, you know, spell check, edit as much as you can on your own. Because the editor's always going to find things that you won't find. Um, but don't keep revisiting the book because it'll never get complete if you're constantly editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you say you got your ideas from your book from um, they come to you. Any particular where place you get your ideas? or A lot of people get their that. ideas from their you dreams. Know, yeah, and... sometimes dreams, sometimes um, from you guys, sometimes from, um, you know, uh, from family, sometimes from... Um, people that are like, Jay, um, they'll tell me a story and I go, Oh, that gives me an idea. And it has nothing to do with what they've said, but they've sparked some kind of idea. I mean, I, I have so many different book ideas, so I'm so excited to finish unspoken ones because I have another one already in mind. And so this particular book you said was important to you because of all the things you were going through, but why fantasy? Why did you choose fantasy? You know, I'm one of those people that love all my things I, I I watch, I love medieval, I love romance, I love, um, I guess you could say vampire kind of things, so supernatural. So okay. it's, it's about a love, and I love romance. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we can all use a little bit of love in our life. So when did you write your first book? This is... Uh... Well, this, I, I guess I would consider this to be my very first um I mean, I've written little things here and there, more poetry. I was published um, in a um, poetry book while I was in college um, with some poetry that I've done. But this was this would have to be really my first book. That besides, um, let meditation mend you. That mm-hmm. so this is my first, yeah, novel. Let meditation mend you was my first book. So Jay, yeah, when you're not writing, mm. what are you doing? <laughs> not writing. I am with my family. Um, I'm dancing. I'm <laughs> watching. Really, no, <laughs> no. I'm Another watching shows. show. Yeah, you know, I just, um, you know, I just, I, I don't really. Ha- I'm one of those people that are jack of all trades, master of none. I like to do a little bit of everything. Um, and now I'm discovering Europe, so I guess that's what I'm doing now. So what is your, in actually, let me go back to that. You're mm-hmm. discovering Europe, and you also have written a blog about your experience. In I Europe. am. That, that's the next thing that's going to be coming up pretty soon. Um, one of my, a couple of my good friends have reached or told me that, you know, Jay, you write so many things, and I would love to read a blog of what your experience is. And I was writing it down, and there's a lot of things that have happened to us that, you know, I know there's been probably other Americans, but, I feel like our our experience is so unique because it's not um, military based or anything of that sort. It's just we're following my husband's new career 
and it's a it's a different experience, especially with the four kids as well with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, being and my mom, so. yeah, yeah, and being an expat, I have to say, um, I'm 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 truly impressed with people that do that and emerge themselves into a totally different culture. It, it is truly an experience, and mm-hmm. I and I have to say, uh, it's important. Uh, for everyone to to do that, or or, or just even um, read about doing it, if you have no desire to do it, even the stories are just amazing. It makes you more thankful and grateful for what you have, right? And 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 also, it also opens up a world of opportunities and things you to experience that you've never experienced before. So, mm-hmm. so we we were talking a little bit about um, what you do when you're not writing. What does your family think about your writing? You know what? Everybody's really supportive. I, I think, it, you know, to, to, to jump back, you asked me about, I guess another one of my first books would be my dissertation. That was more of a stressful book. So I think that this was kind of more of an outline. I wanted to really write this. Um, my family is very supportive because I know when to take breaks. Um, and I think because because of I have such a, I have a really good support system, and, and my husband's very um, how can I say? He's just so supportive, and he's like, "Come on, keep doing it." When are you writing your second one? And I had a couple of people ask me that, so it's kind of like a a push to do it. But family's been very supportive; they're they're into it. Good, good. That that's important. Um, uh, I think with anything that we do, we want to make sure we have the support exactly. of it, especially in writing when it takes total focus and total yeah. mindful, being very mindful of the moments that you take to write. What are some of some things that are surprising that you learned in this experience of writing Uh, and not writing just your dissertation or this, the uh, how to meditate, but but more the the fictional novel. Is there any surprise that something that surprised you that you weren't necessarily expecting uh, in creating your book? That's a great question. Surprising. I think that the, you know, I, I knew that writing would be time consuming, um, but I think the surprise was, um, you know, you, you want people as an artist of any kind, musician, uh, writer, um, singer, dancer, your, your whole, um, I wouldn't say your whole being, but a lot of your, your hope is that people love your artwork. So I think that the biggest surprise, um, is even though I'm, um, a comp, you know, I'm somewhat of a confident person. Um, it's always kind of nerve wracking to see what people are going to think about your work. So when I had, um, several editors and, um, people outside of the family talking about how great my book was, it, um, was actually a, an initial surprise for me because, you know, my Grammy said it, you know, I'm like, Oh, thanks, Carrie. But you think, Oh, she just loves me. But when I really got feedback from the people that were saying I was actually interested, especially for men, um, it, was kind of a surprise and a, a sense of accomplishment, even if I don't become J.K. Rowling or <laughs> or Stephen King. Um, at least I've touched some people with some of my my storytelling. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a, a break, but I wanted to invite the listeners to call in and talk to Jacinta. Uh, you can call in at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. And if you're an aspiring art, uh, author that, that wants some tips, um, she'll be able to give it to you. Or if you want to lo- know a little bit more about her, please call in. Yeah. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
My presentation to you, 'cause this is what I bring. Here's my heart, my mind. Lord, here's my life, my everything. Take it; it's yours alone. I give you my all, my everything. Every song that I write, every song that I sing, every day of my life, every breath that I breathe, You gave to me, and Lord, I re-dedicate me right back to You. The love of my life, so faithful, so true. I get goosebumps just thinking about You, and there's nothing that You will not do. My Lord, 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 my Lord,
balance in our duality. As our energies explore the possibilities, time is but an illusion, and information is power. You're listening to InnerLightRadio.com, the healing frequency. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. I welcome you to call in and join the conversation at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. We were listening, if you were listening in during the break, to All I Have to Give by Molly Music. Awesome song. I love that piece. I have to, uh, Jamal, I love it. Love that piece. I'm going to have to get that. Um, but we're back with Jay, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Jay and Jacinta, for those of you, you know, she has different names I depending do. on what she's doing. But right now we're talking with Jacinta because yes, she is a artist that is truly um, unique and truly real. Thanks. And we want to make sure that people know that she's real and you can talk to her and, and uh, get to know a lot about her. So if you have some questions about being an author, wanting to accelerate your career, uh, get published, uh, please call in at 310-928-7733. So, Jay, we were talking a lot about your book. Her book, just so everyone knows, is Unspoken Ones, The Missing Link, mm-hmm. is a fantasy book uh, full of passion. Yes. Uh, so if you don't like passion. <laughs> if you don't like passion, and um, it's a it's a fantasy, and it's a, a, a the, the person uh, Amelia, who is the uh, the special character in there, she has a, a quest that she's looking for and a mission of finding self and love and adventure and discovery. So mm-hmm. it's a really good book to pick up, a good read. It, it is a trilogy, so there's going to be three parts to the book, and I, I guarantee you won't it won't be a, a a purchase in vain. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, becoming a writer, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and and also um, more so. Were there any people that inspired you to write? Uh, any um, uh, people that uh, you you look to as uh, and say, "Oh my God, I, I'm, I'm inspired by the way they write." That's a great question. Um... You know, I would say that there are people that I have that I have read their books, and um, or, or more so their poetry. Um, and there's some people that are lyricists that I've read um, that have inspired me. Now, there's some good reads that I just love in general. Um, you know, I, I I am a fan of a lot of um, some past um, medieval books and and, and books that. Um, have vampire-esque type of um, adventures. But I would say, surprisingly, um, because it has nothing to do with the genres that I write in, I would think of um, Maya Angelou, and I know that sounds probably interesting because it has nothing to do with what I write, um, but such a confident, um, definite woman. And I, and I, I, I love the way that even if things don't necessarily make sense to the person that is reading it until after they've read it several times, that 
with such confidence she's able to put down things on the paper and people are interested and yeah. I want to be that type of writer you know I totally get what you're saying because one of my um, I, I read a lot of mysteries, John Grishman, um, mm-hmm. a lot of different yes. authors. Um, but one of the per- the person who's writing style that really um, I think is a good writer, Stephen King. And I don't like uh, his horror books. I don't like horror necessarily the, the genre that he's in. But he, I think the way he sets up a chapter is just amazing. I think he's an amazing writer for me. But um, and I get it. It, it, Sometimes it isn't um, poetry can motivate and inspire. And Mm -hmm. I think that that can inspire writing. I do have a question. Uh, Brother Jamal has a question. Uh, Brother Jamal, you want to jump on and ask your question? Okay. Okay. Hopefully, let's see here. All right. Can you hear me? We can hear you. All right. Greetings, strategic ladies. Greetings. uh, Congratulations, Jacinta. This is a, a a great undertaking and a great accomplishment. Thank you so much, Brother Jamal. Uh, as an artist, and and I get the impression that you're definitely a, a multi-talented artist. So, does one artistic expression affect another artistic expression, and that comes out into your writings? Interesting. What a dynamic question. Um, I would say that there have been times where there has been a domino effect with my my writing um, or with with things that I write down that going to um, that affect the other arts have affected it. So if I've had a um, a situation, for example, past breakups. Um, I have written songs that influence something that I'm like, oh, I'm going to bring that into a book if I when I write it. And and actually, inside my book has some things that I've experienced um, with people that are a little jumbled. That people be like, if they know who they are, they know what's that. <laughs> so in, in fact, it so, does. Yes. So in fact, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you asked that question too, uh, Brother Jamal, because um, I know that um, uh, Jacinta is also a very a spiritual person and mm-hmm. a very um, a discerning, has a discerning spirit, uh, a gift of prophecy. And those type of things, I think, also influence us as artists. I know with me, um, I am I'm a researcher. So many of the books that I write, um, have a lot of research based and and um, th- and, and um, I dream a lot and my dreams give me these. I used to say that Lord, take all these ideas and give them to someone else because I have so many oh, ideas yeah, that they're over. But what 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 I'm saying at, at one point is and I'm not saying I don't get want to get them, but I want I give them away sometimes ideas because I have so many and those could be great books. So I get it. I, I think it does transcend. Yeah. So hopefully I'm answering that question correctly and what you're saying, but I do believe that, you know, experiences and things they can influence. Is that what you were asking that if the experiences can influence your. Yes. Uh, and I guess in part what I'm asking is that, okay, as a, let's say as a singer, which yes. is one artistic expression, does uh-huh. the act of singing influence, maybe uh, cross over and influence the art of writing? I would 
think so. And the reason being is if you if you look at and I know that you notice this with probably within yourself as well and with other people that we've had on our show as well. It's like an artist has so many different facets of what they do in, in their art forms. I mean, I've I've been a lyricist. I've sung some songs. I've um, now written books. I've I've been in art shows. Uh, it's like we as an artist, you may not just have one thing that you um, focus on and blossom. And there's, there's so many different art forms that you love. I mean, I love dancing. So I definitely feel that those all can, you know, my music can affect. And I, maybe that's why when I'm writing, I need certain types of music to really flourish and make my chapters even more embellished. Um, it gives them greater detail when I'm listening to, to, you know, odd music to get to, you know, a scene where it's, um, dynamic and I want it to be really expressive. I have some sometimes odder music that kind of inspires something in me that makes me think how I can really make this scene, make the reader want to be in it. Mm -hmm. And and how important is journaling? Um, Because I'm listening to both of you talk, talk about, you know, having um, vivid dream experiences. And I know that myself and my significant other, we, we talk a lot about, our dreams, but we don't necessarily journal. Um, But I can see where that could be very important. And then you, you know, you go back and make references to your dreams in your, you know, from your journal. And then uh, I'm I'm going to assume that that process would turn into something that you would write about. Yes, I definitely think so. And you know, what's funny that you say this is that I think that I'm very similar to you and some, Times I've had great dreams. And I'm like, oh my god, that'd be a great book. And then somebody will either call me and talk to me, and I didn't write it down. And I'm like, dang, what was that part that made it so much more dynamic? So I think that writing it down and journaling and putting it on paper, the faster you do it, when you come back to it, you maybe even maybe maybe even be able to make it even more intense or, or greater. But I. You know, I think it's important depending on what you want to do. If you want to remember it, um, you know, there's been sometimes passages or things I think that I'm supposed to know from dreams. They say dreams can be very important and be telling. Sometimes it's like you're seeing futures. Um, so I think it's important to journal and kind of go back to things. It's kind of like a, a release. I'm a big proponent of journaling, not only for creativity, but also for health. Um, and, and, and sanity. I mean, uh, we need to be writing down our experiences. Um, it, it's just amazing when you journal something, uh, your goals, your life experiences, your dreams, things that you want, you know, vision boards are so powerful and journaling. And, and, and I love the fact that you say you're having discussions with your significant other to talk about these things, because I think not, that's what journaling does. You, it's personal, but also you can share it with other people. So and then you can look back on it. You know, I journal when I was in um uh, grade school and I looked at some of the things, the, the thought processes I had at a young age just amazed me in, in eighth grade, you know, uh, uh, trying to understand why people were fired, things like that. Which, so I totally uh, am a big proponent of journaling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for answering my questions. And again, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jim, Brother Jamal. Thank you, Jamal.
So Jacinta, a few more questions. Books for adults. You write adults books. You ever thought about no. getting into any other? Actually, age? I write. I have a children's book that I'm writing with my daughter. Um, and um, it's um, going to be kind of cool. I'm really excited about it. And and so you cho- 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 it's a children's book or? Yes, it's a children's book. Um, it's going to be about um, a little. It's going to be a heroic sto- her- heroic story. I don't want to go too much in detail because okay. it's kind of telling about it. But um, I'm really excited. My my youngest kind of came up with the idea, but and it's a dream. So. She was telling me about a dream, and I go, oh, my gosh. I, I added to it, and I said, this would be a great book. Let's do this together. And she was really excited, so we're going to take a chance. So it's not just, just the adult genres. No, I, I love the, the the adult genres, but I um, plan on um, kind of exploring different animals. Just like with you, I, I think it's kind of cool that, like, the meditation menu was was academic and and really was um, exploring the self. I wanted to give something, something that people can get away to for the adults and something that I could bring with the kids as well. Mm-hmm. So this is a good story. I read it. I Thank mean, you. Uh, what makes a good story? Well, that's a good question. I mean, um, I guess the, a good story has to, to ca- capture the reader. Um, and I guess the good story for you has to be for you. You've got to write for yourself first, I believe, because you can't. It's just like art forms, right, or artwork. You know, when, when artists are going into the studio, they're like, you you know, you have a whole bunch of guys in the studio and women, and and they're sitting there and they put a beat on, and somebody starts, you know, saying lyrics. And, and I'm just comparing this just because it's easier than explaining the writing process. And then afterwards, people go, "That's a hit. That's gonna be a hit." And so many songs that you hear, everybody says it's going to be a hit. And it's that one surprise that sometimes you're like, oh, that was the hit. And they wrote all these songs that we thought were going to be the hit. Um, so you really have to do in any art form, just like when an artist is drawing or just when, like for myself, when a writer's writing, you first have to believe in yourself. I got this story out. That's, that was my accomplishment. I got it out. I shared my art form. I hope people love it. But if they don't, to me, it was a hit. And mm-hmm. um, I think that that's what makes something special. You have to do it for yourself first. Okay. So going back in the into your childhood, mm-hmm. as a child, did you think you'd write a book? Or did you think you would be a novelist when you grew up? So funny. I, you know, I, I don't think I, that was not necessarily. I, I always had this thing where I would write lyrics from when I was really little. I write lyrics to songs and have beats in my head and start hitting the table and I'm like, Ooh, I got something. And I'd start writing stuff down. And then sometimes it was like little kid stuff, right? It's like that bird is hot, hot, you know, just silly stuff. But that started a process. So I always had that, that writing in my blood. My mom's a writer. Uh, my father was a um, musician as well. So I think that that's just something that's within me, the art. So um, I always wanted to be a veterinarian as well. So I got a whole bunch of animals and instead of that, instead of, instead of <laughs> I got my dog yeah. it's just different. <laughs> so can you um, give us a hint when the second book will be out? You- That's a great question. I am trying to make them happen um, every um, Halloween, which is October 31st. And that's because it is the kind of like it's a, it's a, fantasy book and it's kind of vampirish so gotta be a little 
October, you'll see it. Okay. End of October. So is there anything that you'd like to share with listeners on um, tips that you can share for a person that's an aspiring writer that wants to to take that plunge? And what could you... Sure. Um, I actually, you know, I, I, I've been... Um, had a, somebody asked me this recently that uh, I had a couple of people email me and ask me, you know, how did you do this? How did you become a bestseller? How did this and that? And um, first and foremost, um, I would say that get your ideas down on paper, take time with it. There's no rush. I think sometimes um, when you rush an art form, um, you're going to get a half result. So take your time and, and read over it. Um, have other people look at it that you trust. Copyright your material. Definitely must because I've had things taken from me, especially music. So definitely copyright your um, material um, and believe in yourself. And I feel like if it's meant to be, it will be. So if you become the next Stephen King, it's meant for it to happen. If not, at least you got it out there. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I, I think uh, I think that's good advice because um, an accomplishment is, it's great to be a, a Stephen King mm-hmm. or a John Grishman, but it's just as great to be in a, a, a completed published or not, or but indie non-published author. As a person, it's a story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sharing a part of you with those that, that purchase it. So it's not so much. Oh. And, the, and there's been so many, like you were saying, it doesn't matter. You know, there's been so many people now. There's so many options. Um, there's self-published authors. Like I, I know um, the only one I can, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, she's a very successful self-published. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know not everybody likes her storylines, but it. It's it's been um, a dynamic self-published book, and mm-hmm. she just she marketed well, and she had a good thought, and it it shows that you need to get your stuff out there and see what people love, and um, see if you can get a bite. Great, great, great tips, Jay. So tell everyone where they can find your book, where they can find out more about you and where they can write you if they have any questions. Sure. You can always go to our website, which is www.strategicladies.com. Um, and there is a link to, um, the, um, of both, all of our books, um, unspoken ones, the missing link, let meditation menu, um, and, um, the assessment, Christianity assessment, and you guys can check them all out. You'll see my bio. You'll learn a little bit more about me. I am very approachable. Um, so you can always write me, um, at, um, strategicladies.com, um, Dr. Jacinta at strategicladies.com. And, um, I would love to answer any questions you have, or you can always write us at write to at strategicladies.com as well. And I'm there to answer any questions you have. Oh, look me up on Facebook and Instagram. You'll get to know a lot of my personal stuff. I I put silly stuff up there and love for you to be a part of that as well. So I do know also there's going to be some book signings that Jay will be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, of course, based in Europe now, yes. but we'll be uh, working out some indie uh, bookstores and other stores here uh, to get and our work. And, and um, what we'll do is uh, also try to schedule one or two maybe in the States so um, and maybe a virtual one as well. Oh. So um, 
that's going to be interesting to see how you sign it virtually, <laughs> but we've got that taken care of too. But thank you so much, Jay, for, I thought this was great to, to be able to uh, get you on and talk about you and your experience writing a boat, because I, I, I know it takes a lot of work and dedication. Well, thank you, Dr. Me, because I will have to say that I've been blessed with a very supportive mom and husband and family. And um, because of you, I was able to, all of you guys, I was able to actually get this out and have the confidence to put my work out in people's face. So thank you. Thank you. So, Listeners, thank you so much for joining in. Uh, again, we're at, uh, you can find us at strategicladies.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have um, a couple of new courses that are be- going to be offered on our site this year. Uh, one of them is learning how to meditate. It's going to actually teach you. Um, we have some on-ground, which means uh, in-person uh, classes that are actually um facilitated through an instructor but these on, on on the website will be totally online so you just want to check those out they'll be out uh, end of uh first of february middle of february um and then um we also have um uh, you know, our shows go to our uh, podcasts and listen to our podcasts. We mm-hmm. have various topics and we have some great audience. I want to give a shout out to my, um, some of my partners, yes. uh, Wolf Entertainment and Helmet. Shout out to Helmet. He has been amazing. He's given us some really amazing artists and we have some more amazing artists that are going to be on the show. I also want to give a shout out to my yogi. <laughs> my yogi buddy uh, butter butter at buddy sorry who is uh, one of our partners now um the christian yoga association and she is actually going to be on the show soon um michelle tegan and i cannot wait to get her on again she's been yes. on before yes. but we're also partner with her you can get some ceu continued education credits if you take one of my courses or her course, one of my courses and they'll, she's accepting those as CEUs. So thank you again for joining. I appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to uh, go to our website and and talk to us and listen to us every week. (laughs) Bye you guys. Thank you. Bye. Strategic.